0: shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside the waters of rest. Yes,
1: good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in a Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. Second day of October 2020, we're broadcasting to you today from North Central West Virginia. i going to continue on today in the book of Hebrews. We're going to chapter 12. Chapter 12, talking about the author and the finisher of our faith, which is who? Jesus Christ. Before we do, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to expound your word. The word that you said will never, ever pass away, but will always do what you sent it to do and will never come back void. Lord, you sent your word and you healed us. And your word is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we ask you today in Jesus' name that you're anointed. You know, every individual that's going to listen to this broadcast You see every need today, every struggle, and we ask you, Lord, to reach out with your mighty hand and touch and heal and deliver and save. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray, amen and amen. Hebrews chapter 12, talking about today the author and the finisher of our faith. We just come out of the great faith chapter talking about the need for faith. Word of God says, Hebrews eleven six. for without faith, it's impossible to please God. You must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Your faith is what's going to see you through. Jesus said, when I come back to the earth, will I find any faith in the earth? Not counting on those things which we can touch and feel and see but the Bible says calling that which is not as though it were believing in the infallible word of God, that every word that he spoke is truth and that truth will set us free. We're living in different times in different days. Surely things have, uh, the word of God has progressed. All of creation groans for what's happening on the face of the earth. Uh, we're not living in normal times per se, and I'm not sure, sure we'll ever be normal. We talked about last week, a couple weeks ago, about how those with faith had no continuing city here. In other words, their faith was not in the, this world, the powers of this world, the struggles of this world. But we are looking for a city whose builder and maker and whose foundation is God. But until we go to those, to that place, the Bible gives us a mandate that we must occupy until he comes, doing the best that we can to preach the good news, the gospel, which is Jesus Christ, that he's still saving, delivering, and setting free by his power. He said in his word, I would that no man would perish. It's not God's will that men perish and die and go to a devil's hell. But the word of God says, that Jesus Christ sent his only begotten Son, or God sent his only begotten Son, whosoever should believe upon him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The word of God declares that Jesus Christ in us the hope of glory. So we look at a world today that's struggling, certainly, men jockeying for position, power struggles on every, on, on every avenue, so to speak. But I read in this word where there's coming a day when the kings of this world shall become the kingdoms of God and his Christ. (laughs) That the word of God declares, and I've said it thousands of times probably, that Jesus Christ will rule someday from Jerusalem with a rod of iron. That's what the word of God says. What we are seeing now, what we're going through now is temporary. Daniel said that men... That God puts men in and kings in and leaders in and nations, rises them up, raises them up, but he also brings them down at an appointed at a time. So we, we believe today that everything is in the providence of God and his word will be fulfilled. Every T will be crossed and every I will be dotted. And God at the end. The word of God says, John said, I saw Jesus Christ glorified. He said He had hair like wool, feet like brass, eyes like fire. And out of his mouth proceeded a two edged sword, which is the word of God. And upon his vesture is written, The King of Kings and The Lord of Lords. Do you know Jesus Christ today? Do you know him today? Thank God for his grace. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his hope, because the Bible says that hope is an anchor for the soul. We're going to continue on today in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, verse, ver, verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, listen to what he says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so what easily beset us, And let us run with patience the race, which is a marathon, by the way, that is set before us. Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Now we can see the word of God says that all scripture was given by what? Inspiration and for our learning. That's including the old testament. So many people want to throw aside the the Old Testament, but Hebrews chapter 11 was basically written by about those people that lived during that time that kept their faith and their eyes upon God almighty and believed, actually believed and prophesied of the Messiah who is who Jesus Christ. So the witness here is those who look forward to the coming promise, who is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who will come and go to a cross and redeem mankind. We said it all the time during that last chapter, that they, they had no continuing city here, that their faith was in something greater. You've got to look above what's going on now, and you've got to get in the Word of God and, be, and, and and be grounded in the Word of God and believe the Word of God regardless of what you see or what you hear. Heed the warnings that even Jesus gave that in the last days many false prophets shall rise among them. He said, take heed that no man by no means deceive you. Beware of the wiles of the devil. He goes about roaring like a lion, the word of God declares. Be sober, be vigilant because he seeks whom he can devour and Seeks whom he can destroy. So when We see and we know the Word of God, which is knowledge. And and the Bible says much given, much required. So the knowledge that we have in the Word, God holds us accountable for that which we know. We can't ignore it. We either receive it or we reject it. If we reject it, then we've got problems, big problems, because it's very, very dangerous to reject the Word of God, reject the gospel, reject the good news, reject Jesus Christ in his person. So a great cloud of witness. So we are admonished by the word of God. We are instructed. We are taught. We know that in the Old Testament, Jesus Christ was concealed, but in the new, he is revealed. For God used to speak through the prophets, but in these days, he's speaking through his son, Jesus Christ, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, which we're going to talk about today. So because of this witness he says, Lay aside. Let us lay aside with help, by the way, not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God. Listen, we don't we don't talk enough about the comforter, the, the word of God says the paraclete, the one that comes alongside to help us in our time of need. When we believe upon the Lord and we believe upon his finished work, then we give the Holy Ghost the right to move in our lives. We live under spiritual laws for the law of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Thank God that Jesus came and did what he did on the cross. Let us lay aside every weight that implies something that would bind, something that would hold us back something that would slow our progress. The Bible says, Paul wrote, that we go from glory to glory to glory in Christ Jesus because of who he is and what he is. We are progressive Christians. We we move on. We are never supposed to be stagnated and stopped. Not that someday we might be slowed down, but we're constantly moving in his power and in his spirit. Luke, Luke 14 and 33. So likewise, whosoever... He be of that forsaketh not all that he hath. He cannot be my disciple. But what that means to lay aside ourselves, lay aside even our own lives, even lay aside our dreams and our schemes, if I might use that word, and, and and pick up the vision which comes from God Almighty, which is through Jesus Christ. And the Bible says without a vision, a man will perish. Matthew 10 and 37 he that love a father or mother more than me is not worthy of me that he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me it seems a little harsh but that's what that's what the word of God says that we love him lovest thou me more than these he asks the question Peter lovest thou me ask him three times is he lord of your life today? Are some people just Christians in name only do they do they actually possess? do they actually perceive what it is to know Christ to have a relationship with the Son of the Living God, not just in church on Sundays, but it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a way of life Christian means to be Christ like Matthew ten. 38, and he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Take up his cross. In other words, put our efforts aside and embrace the finished work of Jesus Christ. Do We need that today. There's a strength that comes from him that uh, the world cannot give you. The song says, the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. If you miss heaven, you've missed it all. What if you gain the whole world, the Bible declares, and lose your soul? In today's society, today's church world, there's so many points being made and that being done. But the bottom line is, are we preaching the gospel? Are we warning people? And telling them there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Jesus talked more about hell than he did heaven. And I've said it a lot of times on this broadcast that we, me and you, are eternal beings. That we will spend eternity somewhere. When we close our eyes in death here, if we go by that way, then then we will certainly wake up somewhere else. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. The Bible says if we live, we live unto the Lord. If we die, we die unto the Lord. But if you're not living for him, and the Bible declares that your destiny is the lake of fire, I, I, you know, we, we, we have to say these things. I know these things are not popular, but the warning is and tells us. You can read in the book of Luke of the rich man, who, who the word of God says here, He uh, he lived something. In other words, he uh, lived over and above. He had everything he wanted here, but then one day he closed his eyes in death and woke up on the other side, the Bible says, in torment, proving that there's a place of eternity, for everlasting punishment. In other words, created for the devil and his angels. And I go back and tell you that Jesus said, I would that no man Would perish. You don't have to. You don't have to. Call upon the name of the Lord, and the Bible says you shall be saved. So he says, lay aside every weight and the sin. I've said it thousands of times on this broadcast. What you see going on in the world today is a product of that three-letter word, sin. We definitely live in a fallen world. Men are born fallen. They're not born saved. We need to be what regenerated through the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That's our hope today, the hope of glory. And the Bible says this sin which does so easily, 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 in other words, without a whole lot of effort, beset us. In other words, impede us from our walk. Matthew 10 and what, 38 He that taketh not his cross and paul after me is not worthy of me. So we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. We've got to finish this marathon. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. Paul said, he told Timothy, he said, I finished my race. He said, I have kept the faith. And you know the man struggled. You know what he went through. Yeah, what he say? He said, I count it all but lost that I might gain Christ. Can we say that today? Can we give up the, uh, uh, the frills, so to speak, of this world, which is dying off quickly, by the way? As far as I'm concerned, this world is losing its attraction and has for years. And the Bible tells us we're not to be attracted to the world and, and not even be part of it. Because the Bible says the world and its system hates the gospel, hates Jesus Christ, and hates Christians. Now, that's just what it says. That's why there's great persecution coming to those that believe in Jesus Christ. You can't get around it. That's what the Bible says. If people preach against persecution, they're not preaching the Bible. In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. The sin so easily beset us and let us run, listen, with patience. Wow. With patience. The race that is set before us was decided before the foundation of the world. That word there means with constancy, patience, with endurance, even with a cheerful and a hopeful attitude. <laughs> Come on. We're living in a world where men are becoming depressed and oppressed. That's the spirit of the Antichrist, the spirit of the enemy, the principalities and powers that Paul talks about in where Ephesians 6 and tells us that we must wrestle against these principalities and powers and wickedness in high places, a structured kingdom that's set against the kingdom of God, which Jesus Christ defeated at the cross, 2,000 years ago and he says he gives his church his people power over all these powers but they're not going to quit working until they are cast into the lake of fire according to what the word of God says they, they, they are out to cause mayhem and problems and situations and pit men against men and cause wars, confusion that's why we must look unto the author and the finisher of our faith, Hebrews ten thirty five. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. Hebrews ten and thirty six. For ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Wow, patience is not a good is not an attribute that's noticed in the world the world today, people in this time and age, they never were, but it's worse today. They're not patient. They don't want to wait on nothing. They want to now. Hmm. But Christians need to learn how to wait on God because he says, if you do, I'll renew your strength. I believe that every answer that you need is in the word of God. I believe that Jesus Christ addressed everything that we go through at the cross i believe that paul wrote in 1 first, first corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 know ye not that they which run in a race run all but one receiveth the prize so run that you may obtain hmm? pressed with the high mark of the high calling which is in christ in other words run to win run to win the next verse, 25, says, And every man that strives for mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Listen, that's what that says. That's in 1 Corinthians 9 and 25. We run to obtain an incorruptible crown. Study 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Talking about the rapture, the resurrection, the changing of the flesh into the immortal. Where mortality shall put on immortality. Where corruption shall put on incorruption. First Corinthians 9 and 26. I therefore shall run not as uncertainty, so fight not as one that beateth the air. In other words, he knew where he was going. 27. But I keep under my... Keep under my body and bring it it into what subjection lest by any means when I have preached to others I myself should be a castaway. Wow. That's a good uh, that's a good scripture for preachers. Amen. The same word that we preach applies to us. <clears throat> the same same as it does anyone else. we're not above the word of God by no means. <laughs> in other words we're in the word of God maybe more so responsible for it. If we know it, then we're responsible to live it. <clears throat> Pardon me. Verse 2, Hebrews 12, to, <clears throat> Excuse me. Looking unto who? Looking unto Jesus. Not looking unto uh, governments and men and even churches. But looking unto Jesus, listen, the author and finisher of our faith, notice that word author, in other words, the authority and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and it is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, deflecting a finished work done. Our salvation, our deliverance, our healing has already been taken care of at the cross. Everything that we need. The Bible declares that Jesus Christ defeated every power and every principality at the cross. Why are there battles? Because I guess he hasn't got the memo. He's just stubborn. And God allows him. That's a mystery. We're going to know one of these days why. I've got some thoughts, but it doesn't matter what I think. But the Bible declares but he is the author and the finisher. The finisher. That's good. Brings me back to men to build houses. There are men to come in, set the foundation, put up the frame, do this, put the wall, done, and, and then they have what they call the finished carpenters. They're the one in, come in, and do the trim and all, all the stuff that's fine-tuned, so to speak. But that word finisher means the perfecter of our faith. And the Bible says that Jesus sits on the right hand of God, having finished our redemption. Finished, done, sat down. The only high priest that ever sat down. When he bowed his head and said, it's finished, he just didn't die. He did, but he, he finished the work that God had sent him to do. He was the mediator, is the mediator between God and man. So we look unto him today. Nothing else. The psalm says, in Christ alone, what a word that is, in Christ alone, I place my trust. Listen, we've all, if you lived any time, you put your eggs in a basket that one day the bottom fell out of it. You thought, man, I, I really thought that was substantial. I really thought that was secure. But you're going to find out the longer that you live that Jesus Christ is the only one you can put your faith in. He's the finisher, the author and the finisher. He's the foundation. Upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell and I prevail against it. He's the chief cornerstone. Damn, we wrap your mind around that today. Look unto him today. Look unto him. Call on his name today. Listen, he says in his word, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. We live in a world where people are looking for security. We live in a world where there's cameras and alarms and this and that and fences on and on and on and on for people trying to keep things secure. But I'm telling you today that your security is Jesus Christ, the author, the finisher of your faith, who seals you, listen to me today, with the Holy Ghost of promise. Thank God for him today. Thank God he sits by the Father's right hand. Thank God he's given us a promise. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Thank God he says in like manner I will come back. Thank God he's king of king and Lord of lords. Thank God that we have hope today and faith in Jesus Christ, the finisher, who for the joy that was set before him, joy, he came to die. That word joy means cheerfulness, calm delight, a gladness. In other words, glad to do it. Glad to come and redeem man who, 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 if you've noticed, probably doesn't deserve to be redeemed. Listen, you haven't earned nothing in Christ, it's all but grace. You've never been good enough, and I've never been good enough to receive anything from him. This is all about grace and mercy. We're living today and walking today and surviving today because of his mercy. For the joy that was set before him endured. No, we don't want to talk about that word a lot today. Endured. In other words, had perseverance, had fortitude to go forth and do the father's will. Although we see in his place, he struggled to do it. but, but, But he had a vision. His vision was to come to redeem man back to God despising the shame, I could talk a lot about that. He was crucified outside the camp. People don't talk about that a lot, but he was completely nude and naked, shamed before man. Psalms 22 and 6. But I am a worm. This is a prophecy. This is David prophesying about Christ. But I am a worm and no man. They reproach of man. Despise of people. 22, 7. All they that see me laugh me to scorn. Remember what they said? If you be the Son of God, come down off of that cross. Thank God he didn't. He could have called 10,000 angels to pull those nails that tormented his hand, that tormented his feet. No wonder Paul said, I want to know him. The power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering. All oh, they'd see me laugh, me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head, saying. Psalms Psalms 22 and 8. He trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. In other words, he trusted him. The world's saying that's so much to, to Christians. Are right? you trusting God? Where's your God now? Don't you worry. All is well. All is well with my soul. What if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? Despising the shame. Listen, and after the finished work, sit down at the right hand of the throne of God, where He's seated right now, and the Bible says, forever making intercession. Being set down means His work was finished. And also, that means that God has fully accepted. Sacrifice for an atonement for sin. He is our righteousness. You cannot come before God unless you come in Jesus Christ. He can't look on us, we're tainted, we're sinners. Yes, we are sinners. All sin that comes short of the glory of God. When a man, a woman, boy, or girl thinks they don't sin, they've got a problem, and that problem is pride. And I believe pride was original sin that started with Lucifer. Psalms 110 and 1, a song of David, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make mine enemies thy footstool. I go back and Jesus said, you shall be hated for my name's sake. For they hated me and they shall hate you. They persecuted me and they're going to persecute you. You know, we need to shore up. We need to look under the author and the finisher of our faith. We need to draw closer. The said, draw me near, 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 blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. That's the answer to the world's problems. Is it that simple preacher? Yes. Yes. Look unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12.3 For consider him that endureth such contradiction of sinners against what? Himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds lest you be wearied and faint in your mind. For consider him. You've got to look to him. He's our foundation. He's our strength. It's not me that lives, but it's Christ that lives in me, Paul said. Christ, the hope of glory. If I live, I live in Christ. If I die, I die in Christ. There there should be a burning in our hearts to want to know him better. Served him for years, tried, tripped, failed, praise God a lot of times, as all of us have, but there should be a burning in our soul. I want to know him better. Because I'm realizing that this world's going to pass. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word by no means will ever pass away. The Bible says it's appointed unto man wants to die, breathe their last breath here, and then the judgment. And the Bible speaks of two judgments the Bema Seat of Christ, or the Seat of Rewards, the Judgment Seat of Christ, and the White Throne. You don't want to be at the White Throne. Study about it. For consider Him. Take note of him. Get your eyes on him. The word of God says in Hebrews 3.1, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, which is Christ Jesus. He endured the contradiction or the strife of sinners, lest ye be wearied Gotta look at him. Lest you be wearied, where you gonna faint at in your minds, in your emotions, in your inner your inner man caves in. See we can look good on the outside, but be dying on the inside. People work hard at looking good on the outside. They look they work hard on putting on the front, or putting on the writ, so to speak. But many walk around today, empty shelves, putting on a show on the inside crying out for help. And your help today is in Jesus Christ. I challenge you today to call on him. Don't call on a man, a preacher, a church. And don't get me wrong, God works through through all these things. Don't get me wrong. But if the church's foundation is not Jesus Christ and him crucified, Preaching the gospel, then they're really not the church. They're just a building, a social gathering. Lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. I hear a lot of that today. I hear a lot of Christians having battles. A lot of Christians, Christians fighting oppression and de- Yes, that's right. Yeah. I know, well, that's not supposed to be, Will. It's happening. Fighting oppression and depression. Never telling a soul about it. Going to church, doing their church thing, setting air, listening to a sermon, leaving the house of God the same way that they came in. But the Bible says, call upon me. I shall deliver you. I shall give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You know and I know that the battleground is our minds, is our minds. Most Christians, I would venture to say all Christians, would not like to sit down and give an account every day what goes through their minds. That's including preachers and leaders who live in the same world as everybody else. He said, lest you be wearied. The Bible says don't get weary in well-doing and faint. Give up in your minds. Cave, so to speak. He says, consider him. In other words, consider him instead of yourself, knowing that nothing in yourself can bring about victory. You must look unto Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of your faith. Proverbs twenty four and ten: If thou faint in the day of ab, if, if thou faint in the day of what adversity, thy strength is small. Hmm. So that means that we're going to be tried and tested. That means that the Bible says there's going to be weapons formed against us in this world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. You will have adversity. But through Jesus Christ, you will not faint. You might think you're going to, but he'll always hold you up and keep you. Listen, I can testify that he's a keeper. I know that he keeps. I know he does. I've lived long enough to know that. For what the enemy meant for you as evil to bring you down. God, through Jesus Christ, will turn it around for your good. All things work to good for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Isaiah 40 and 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall read new do you need renewed today renew their strength they shall mount up with wings of eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint Jesus Christ in us the hope of glory and we're to give that hope to everybody that we see if you haven't noticed we live in a world full of hurting people. Just look on their countenance. You don't even have to talk to them. Just look on their countenance, and you can see their brokenness. And Listen to me today, church. This is our job, to go in the highways and the byways and compel them to come in, to give these people, well, they, they don't look like, quit. <laughs> we don't look on the outside. We're not supposed to look on the outside, but God looks on the inside. We look at quit judging people and give them the gospel. Well, they made their own bed. Well, we've made a lot of our own beds too. People by Jesus Christ. Lift up their heads. Say, I know a man. There's a man that sits by the right hand of God. His name is Jesus Christ. That can help you, that can deliver you, that can save your soul, that can set you free, that can heal your body, heal your mind, deliver you from drugs, do whatever needs to be done, deliver you from lifestyles that are killing you. Things might be a process, but He'll deliver you if you call on His name. So He says, don't get weary well-doing. That's you fainting in your minds. Verse 4. Hebrews 12, 4. Ye have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Not yet, it says. Just, I need to put a yet in there. The possibility, you know. If you study history, you'll know that every apostle was martyred, except for John. He was bold Well, he's martyred, but didn't die through an aisle of Patmos because of the gospel. Listen, listen, listen to me. This world that we live in and the world system that controls this world hates the gospel. And they don't just hate it. They hate it with a passion. So they hate the gospel. They hate Jesus Christ. And they're going to hate those who belong to him. Paul wrote in First what, First Corinthians 10, 10 and thirteen. There have no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. In other words, strength. To endure. We hear a lot of sermons preached about endurance, but the, Jesus said, those that endure unto the end shall be saved. Now, the Bible tells us that this world is getting worse and is not, listen to me, not going to look better. I've said, I've heard people say it in the past few months, I can't wait till we get back to normal. I'm not sure we're going to. The Bible says that men will wax worse and worse, deceived and be deceived. And the last days shall be peerless times. Men shall be lovers of themselves and haters and backbiters of God. Now that's just coming to pass. We shouldn't be surprised by what's going on in the world in this country. But what's it say to do? When you see these things come to pass, look up, not quit, Not back off, for your redemption draws nigh. Occupy. Occupy. Fulfill the mandate that was given to me and you through the word of God, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus Christ. He is coming soon. The signs of the times are travail. All of creation groaned, Paul wrote in Romans. All of creation groans, waiting and anticipating the newness that is coming. All things shall be made new. You have not resisted unto blood, striving against what? Sin. In other words, God never called us, called us to go to the cross. It wouldn't, it wouldn't do us any good to go to a cross because our blood uh, uh, would not save anybody. His blood saved everybody. We'll accept it. But we resist sin through what Jesus Christ has already done in his authority, in his power. Verse 5. Hebrews 12:5. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children: My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of Him. The Bible declares, "Whom He loves, He rebukes and chastens." The old-fashioned saying is, "Takes to the woodshed." Well, a lot of a, a, a lot of a lot of younger people have no idea what I'm talking about. In other words, rebuke, because he loves us, chastens us, that we might learn. We might, we might go in the right direction. Verse 6, for whom the Lord loves, he chasten, scourgeth every son whom he received. The Bible says if you we, if we don't allow him to chasten, then you're what? Illegitimate. You know, son of God. We believe the gospel, and the Bible says that gives us the power to become the sons of God. So next time we're going to talk about chastening chastening. But today we talked about looking unto the author and the finisher of our faith, which is Jesus Christ. Do you know him today? Please don't turn him away. Listen to me today. If you feel like giving up, and that happens with Christians. Oh yes it does. Yes it does. Yes it does. To the greatest of men I read in the Bible, they wanted to give up just read last night about a great prophet named Elijah that wanted God to kill him because the pressure of this life was getting to be way too much. We have our hope in Jesus Christ today. Listen to me. He's a solid platform. He's a solid rock. He's the chief cornerstone. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. I can tell you today and testify that what his word says he will do, try him, taste of him in the Bible, sit and see if he's not good. Call upon his name today with a broken heart, with a contrite spirit, and see what he'll do in your life. And that's Christian and non-Christian, cold and indifferent, Laodicean. Whatever, wherever you are today, he's there for you. Grace and mercy is extended the Bible to say, his arm is not shortened as neither his ear cauliflowered that he will not hear the cries of his people. Paul wrote, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. For with a mouth a man confesses and with a heart a man believes. And I repeat, it must be with a broken and a contrite spirit. And repent. Repent, make a conscious decision to turn and go in another direction and call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Isaiah said that by his stripes we're healed, that he was chastised for our peace of mind and he was bruised for our iniquity or our rebellion, our lawlessness. Think about that today. You don't have to wait to go to church to do this. You can kneel down at your couch or at your chair. You can go outside and walk around, kneel down beside a tree, whatever you want to do, and you can call upon the name of the Lord today. He'll help you. Listen, I know he helps. I know, as I said before, that he keeps, I can testify to you today, that he keeps in dire circumstances, in dire situations, in things that you don't think you're going to make it out of. He won't fail you today song says, Jesus is a way maker, and he'll make a way for you. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to expound your word. And I ask you today, Lord, as your spirit goes forth and deals with hearts and minds, I ask you today, Lord, to touch that broken one that's calling on your name. God, there's so much that we don't understand. But we commit these things unto you as you are the author, the finisher, of our faith. And we trust in you today. We trust in you. You said you'll never leave us and forsake us. You're not going to. Lord, you said you come into the world that you might destroy the works of the devil. We believe that's what you came for. And I ask you, Lord, to build people up by your spirit today. Not by power, not by might, but by your spirit. Say, Lord, to help them wherever they're at. Lord, this is why we do this broadcast, not to be heard, but your word might go forth and help somebody, that their life might be changed, their brokenness. At the point, Lord, you said today that people faint in their minds. We ask you to strengthen people in their minds today, in their emotions, their inner being. Hear their cries today, God. We ask you, Lord, to rebuke and devour for their sake today. Let them breathe. Let them have hope. Let them see further than they've ever seen. We know you're able today. We'll never fail to give you honor and praise. You are the soon-coming king. And we lift you up today that all men might be drawn unto you. as Paul said, we're not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation. We we'll praise you and we'll give you honor. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. You can check us out on Facebook on BNR talk talk radio, and also truth in the word. And my homepage is Jim Newsom. And we'll be posting um, these events there. And uh, we're praying for you. We'll pray for you. I might not ever get to meet you or see you or even hear from you, but I want to let you know today that God loves you. I feel this so strong today in a world where people were so cold sometimes and so lonely. There are other people today that they just need a touch. They just need some hope. And call on the name of the Lord. He can give you hope today. Listen. Put your hand in the hand of the man <laughs> that still the waters. And those hands are nailed scarred because he died on a cross over 2,000 years ago for you and for me. Call on his name today. God bless you Till next time.
0: Shepherd, I shall not want. You make me to lie down in green pasture, he lead me beside the waters of rest.